So, I'm going to take you through a message called Casting Down Imaginations. Mm. Now, I have to give Nellie credit for this because she brought this up as a prayer in her prayer time going through the prayers that avail much book. And I invite you, if you want, to follow along in the book. They have it online and find that prayer, casting down imaginations, because we're going to be going scripture by scripture through exactly that. So you got like a study plan already in front of you. But I want to read the prayer first. And then I want to start to break down each scripture that's in the prayer and how it applies to us and how we can apply it to us. Now, this is, a, this is a first for me because I usually don't use anybody else's references. I usually just do it. But I felt very compelled by this in the season that we're in. We've covered a lot of ground and we've grown. And I speak to most of you and I can hear the growth and maturity and see it in, in, in fruits. But how do I say this? Now that you've made the decision to walk with him, the enemy, the enemy, of course, would then try to attack you. Now, I want to make sure you get this right, because I'm not one of them type of preachers that, oh, when God moves, you know, the devil going to show up. Screw the devil. Anybody thinking about him? But he comes at your mind. Forget about he's going to come at your finances and all that. Ain't no, whatever. You, you, whatever. You, you try to sevenfold glory for all any shame you try to bring me. I, I, and, and he know that. Okay, you know if you come at me, I'm asking for seven times. You know how it's going to go down, so it's up to you. You know, you want to come like that? Come on. I'm going to wind up winning. And I say all the time, I always win. So I'm not worrying about that sickness and blah, 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 blah. The battlefield is not what you're feeling in your body. The battlefield is what he's doing in your mind to make you receive the stuff in your physical and in your body that you don't need to receive. You could take baby upstairs. Now, I guess you can edit that. Now, watch this. The attack is not what the manifestation is that we see physical. It's always the stuff that is sown spiritually that then manifests in the physical. You get it? Mm -hmm. Everything is sown as a thought or a fear or a belief. And nah, well, I wasn't fearing that. I bet you if I talk to you long enough and trace you back, he'd been sowing that seed for a year, six months, whatever. He'd been planting that in there. I'm throwing this out, but this is real. You ever watching TV and these medications come up yeah. one right right the side effects and all the stuff that they whisper at the end but before they get to the side effects they start saying if you're feeling this if you're depressed if you haven't if you're sleepy if you're tired and by the time they finish you're like dad i'm, I'm depressed <laughs> you know what I'm saying? that sound like me I'm tired like that i don't want to get up in the morning i you know i get sleepy during the middle of the day I must be, I must have that. That seed is being sown. Right. And if you're watching enough of that stuff, right. you may not know it, but they are strategically, the medical community, telling you that this is what your problem is. 
every peanut allergy and the kids got this and the kids got to walk around the EpiPens. Man, we grew up, we ate peanuts, fell out of trees. We didn't have bike helmets, you know, and we was just fine. But now the kids are so fragile. My mom used to open the door and let us go outside and tell us to be in before it's dark when we was six, seven years old. Now you ain't gonna let your kid go outside nowhere. This is what's been sown, the fear, something could happen, somebody might steal them. And it has been so sown that it's given the enemy now in the place to make that a reality. The reality is it's been sown and we receive it. Always been, through the slave trade and everything else, they've conditioned us to feel and think and be a certain way as a people and on and on and on it goes. Now with that said, the mind is where the enemy comes first, or the soulish realm. He plants the seed, and he plants the seed, and sometimes it's right out in your face, and sometimes it's suggestive, sometimes it's subliminal, but the seed is being planted. It's being planted. The suggestions are being made. And you at some point have to say no, but not just no, I rebuke you, but put your foot down, no. And sometimes your foot don't want to go down and say no, because he done planted enough that you're going, hmm, hmm. So when we go into this series of casting down imaginations, we want to stop the battle before it starts. We want to start to come at the enemy from that sneaky place that, that, that we don't pay attention to, where something happens and I feel myself rise up and God go, right there, right there. That right there, that's what I'm saying. You see what you're feeling right now? I want you to pay attention to that. Mm. Wow. Well, I've done this so long, I don't pay attention to it. But now God has been saying to me, I want you to pay attention to your imaginations. Mm. Let me give you an example of imagination. Everybody here listening to me on the sound of my voice knows this voice. Yeah, I don't care what nobody say, but if, you, if somebody ever say this to me, it's going to be on. Somebody ever do this to me, ever, it's going down. Nobody? No takers? <laughs> okay, right there in that seed of the mind, Satan gonna find somebody to do that. <laughs> he gonna find somebody to say that. He gonna find somebody to do that. He suggested to you how you should feel about it how that should affect you. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for me. If it don't go to none of y'all, this is me. I already know if you ever say this to me, it's going down. And, and the Lord was like, that's a lot of power to give to a suggestion. That's a lot of power to give to. So you could be right at the pinnacle, getting ready to cross over to your realm. And then somebody tell a corny joke about G.I. Jane and you go up on stage and smack them and screw your whole career. No, let's talk about this. How long was that festering in him? I got to defend her because I got to be Mr. Pac and I got to I got to represent like that. And I'm not gangster like that. And I know that's what she you know, I'm not trying to pick on him. I'm just keeping it 100. That didn't come out of nowhere. That came out of mental and emotional rehearsal. That was imagination that was living and brewing. That's why I'm using him, not to pick on him. I'm saying, to, saying that to say that moment he laughed 
until he saw her face and then he realized I'm supposed to react a certain way to this and I've rehearsed this in myself. And boom, and boom. Now, we not him. We are not on that level. Somebody cut me off on the road. Oh, it's on. I'm going to speed up beside them and give them the middle finger. Whatever the case may be, cuss, cuss at them and they can't even hear me in the car. Get yourself all upset and flustered. Might get yourself in an accident because you're so upset with them. C come on now. Imaginations. Thoughts. How should I respond to this? What if you pull up beside them, give them the finger and they shoot you? It's happened. I'm going to cut them back off. One thing leads to another. Imaginations. What would I do if such and such and such happened to me is a seed sown by the dark world to begin to create in us a scenario that eventually he's going to be able to play out in our lives. Now, did I clarify where I'm going enough? Because this is huge. And God in this season has been saying to me, I'm opening the door and I'm putting you in front of a lot of people. And one of these days, if you don't check these thoughts, one of them people going to say that thing that you've already decided how you're going to react to. Oh, you don't want to have a conversation with me. Huh? And you're going to ruin everything that I've given you because of a suggestion put in your mind by the enemy that you didn't cast down. Listen, if I'm going to teach you, I'm going to teach you. I ain't going to stand up there and shout about the Lord is good for a half hour. I'm going to tell you what the words say and you can use it in your everyday life. Lives are lost and thrown away in the black community every day because somebody said something. Because somebody said something. Now somebody's dead and you're going to jail for the rest of your freaking life over something and the next morning you ain't going to be mad at that anymore. But that moment that unchecked thought and imagination took control. Am I teaching right now? Yes. And I always teach you where I'm at. So I'm not telling you I've mastered this. I'm telling you, this is, this is where God has me right now. Like you need to check your imaginations. So I'm gonna read this prayer. It says, I, I'm gonna read it as we, I'm gonna read it as a prayer to us. And then we're going to break down the scriptures. Father, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons that we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Say, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of you. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. In Jesus' name, we ask you, Father, to bless those who despitefully use us whenever we feel afraid, we will trust in you. And when we feel miserable, we will express thanksgiving 
And when we feel life is unfair, we remember that you are more than enough. When we feel ashamed, help us to remember that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And we no longer have to be afraid. We will not suffer shame. We are delivered from fear and disgrace. We will not be humiliated and we relinquish the shame of our youth. And we're gonna say that two more times. And we relinquish the shame of our youth. And we're gonna say it one more time. And we relinquish, meaning set aside, destroy and throw away the shame of our past. It is well with our soul for you have redeemed us. You have called us by your name. We are in your will for this life and time. We are being transformed by the renewing of our minds. We are able to test and approve for ourselves what is your will. Your acceptable, good, and perfect will. You have good things reserved for our future. Or our lives and needs will be met according to your riches and glory. We will replace worry with asking you to protect our family and care for them. You are love and you are perfect and perfect love casts out all fear. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. You can give them praise for that. Now, let's begin to break these scriptures down. This is so, I'm so excited about the, the opportunity to do this message. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. Somebody say, God is an awesome God. He sure is. Are we ready? So here's where this reads. I'm reading out the amp. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments that exalted itself and proud things that set itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking 
every thought and every purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Now, I did it from the Amplified because it goes to so much detail. So let's look at this. He's making it very clear. Though we fight in the natural and have battles in the natural, the weapons that we use should not be natural ones. So I want to make sure I establish the first point. You ready? Though we battle in the flesh, so stay with that a second. Though we battle in the flesh, though we do war in the flesh, stay, stay with me. Because church people would say, no, nah, nah, we don't battle in the everything spiritual, the warfare is spiritual. He said, no, no, we do battle in the flesh. That's very real. I walk up to anybody in this room right now and pop you, 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 you know right away that's, that ain't spiritual. That's a fleshly battle. We battle in the flesh. He said, but the weapons that we should resort to should not be fleshly ones. And this is where I want to, I'm, I'm going to read this, go through this again, but I want you to take this step by step. Let's do what I'm saying. The teacher's talking. I don't like when we become so spiritual, we try to ignore that there's issues in the flesh. There's a real world in the flesh. You think it's not, try to pay your landlord with something spiritual. <laughs> it's natural. And the battles are natural. They're in the flesh. He's letting you know you are in the flesh. You're dealing with fleshly things. Fleshly things hurt you physically, emotionally, financial. You understand what I'm saying? And they hurt and you feel the pain and you feel the frustration and you feel the anguish and you feel the disappointment. These are fleshly things, concerns, battles. What I'm learning now in this season is not to confess that I don't have them, but that I deal with them with spiritual weapons, not the way I've been dealing with them, which is with emotional, physical, emotion for emotion, physical for physical, anger for anger, disappointment for disappointment. You follow what I'm saying? He's saying you have these battles, but you're using the wrong weapons to combat them. So somebody's sick, say, I ain't sick. I received that. I'm not sick. Your body is sick. Stop. But the way you battle it is spiritual. The weapons you have to beat that is spiritual. God calls those things that be not as though they were. He doesn't kill those things that be, that be as though they're not. No, hear the difference with that. That's powerful because we love that scripture. He calls those things that be not. So we call those things that be not as though they were. But most of the church is running around calling things that be as though they're not. And that's not a biblical instruction. He's, listen close. I'm going to explain it. I know you're looking at me kind of funny. I'm going to explain it. It's not the same thing. Calling things that be not as though they were means speaking things that don't yet exist in the natural, into the natural, as though they exist. He does not say call the things that do exist as if they don't. That's positive mind thinking and all that kind of stuff. But that's not biblical. These things do exist. We do have an enemy. His name is Satan. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. This is very clear that he has a function and a purpose. He's saying the way you battle him is not saying he doesn't exist or his attacks don't exist, but you pull out the right weapons to shut him down. I've been listening to this battle in Ukraine thing. 
not from the political perspective of that's horrible, which it is, but I've been watching it from the perspective of war. I've been watching it from the military perspective. I've been watching it from the perspective of how do this little group of people stand against almighty Russia? Because we've been under the impression that Russia, Russia come at you. People in America are scared of Russia. They were. They're going like, wait, you can't even beat little Ukraine? My point is, I started listening to the way the president speaks. And I started listening to what's going on. And here's what I noticed. He speaks, I'm not even going to touch on Putin. He speaks from the perspective of this is my right and our right as a people, and they don't have a right to take it from us. And if this is what it takes, we're willing to die one and all to stop this from you from intruding on our human natural rights. They didn't lay down and bow down to mighty Russia. They said, no, we have a right to this land. I listened to the president talk and I listened to his soldiers. The soldiers from Russia are going in because they've been ordered to. The people from Ukraine are going in because they're protecting what's rightfully theirs and they're not gonna lay down. And it's a different type of energy when you're forced into war and when you've chosen to fight for something that you feel belongs to you. And these people are not going to beat them. You're not going to beat them because when you have that kind of will and that kind of force, you can't stop a people like that. They will fight you to every person has died and then the babies will rise up and fight you. You can't beat a people with that kind of commitment. Can't beat them. I watched them say they got more sophisticated military stuff. Well, now they're sending drones. Well, now we got aircraft missiles. We're going to blow their drones up out the sky. They're picking what they need to pick to do. And, and, and Russia will take a territory and they'll come and they'll take it right back. You gain a little ground. We're going to run you right out of there. Here's what I'm saying to you. In the realm of the spirit, we understand this warfare. But what we use to attack the enemy's attacks has to first be force of will. This is what God promises me is mine, and I am not laying down. You cannot take from me what's mine, and I'm willing to die for what's mine. Ooh, it got quiet. I didn't get one amen for that. I'm going to say amen for you felt it, though, huh? Now I'm willing to die for what's mine. You're not taking my. No, I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the Satan. If it kills me standing against you, then it does. But you can't just come in here and take what's mine. You can't. See, now this is the beginning of pulling down mental strongholds. You, 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 it's not, oh, God, help me. God, I still don't know what to do. Well, you're praying for somebody to come in the Long Ranger and rescue you. And the devil going to whip on you as long as he can. You looking for aid. You looking for somebody to come in and drag you out and the angel to come save you. And the angels are looking at you like, you got more power than me. I can't do nothing till you say something. Why don't you take a stand and put your foot down and, and declare your land. And then I can come in and bring in the military and the support. Because if 
Ukraine had laid down all the weapons that the U.S. and, and, and the U.K. and others would serve no purpose. It would all wind up being Russia stuff. But because they determined not to be beat, they will fight to the last man standing. I need you to understand that. In the realm of the spirit, you have to have this thing. The kingdom suffered violent, but the violent take it by force. You have to come in a place where, no, I... I am not accepting that this is my destiny and I just got to put up with it and suffer through it. And you know, it takes time, but you know, eventually, God, no, no. I have all the weapons which we're going to go through and all things that pertain to life and godliness now. I have weapons. I just didn't have, have not known how to use them all correctly. And as a result, the enemy been running all over me. But the first thing that you need is, say this with me, spiritual fortitude. Say it again. You have to have the will to stand to the death. The will to stand to the death. I've been watching this war. I've been watching stuff that's going on. And I usually don't watch the news or pay attention, but in this season, God has had me like we pay close attention. Like, well, I want you to watch. Don't get sucked into it. Oh, that's so terrible. And people are telling me, you heard about that? Oh, so ah, I don't, I mean, that's not why I'm watching it. I'm watching it to see the enemy's methods and how he attacks and what he's doing and the kind of conversation that's trying to stay in the air to sow that seed. Like I said at the beginning, of the conversation, the commercial to sow the seed of sickness and disease into my mind so that when it does pop up, where did that come from? You've been watching it. Somebody came to me one time and they told me they was battling with a uh, spirit of um, fornication, adultery and, and, and pornography and just really just hadn't fallen over, but it had taken full grip and they felt, they feared for their walk in their life. This was many years ago. And I prayed about it right there at the spot. And I said, what are you watching on TV? I said, I see the Lord show me. You just watch MTV all day. And that's when everything was uh, reality shows and sex, this and all that. I said, is that what you watch all day? Yeah. Well, you see in booty and bikini and A and sex and stuff all day. What do you expect? You fed yourself slowly over time eroding your spiritual standard. You did, you, stop, turn it off, don't watch it. Fall asleep with it on, on the couch and it's sleeping and pouring into your ears and into your spirit. I told people, don't just go to sleep with the TV on. You need to be careful what you got on your TV, you go to sleep because you don't know what's being sewn into you. He changed it and everything around him changed just like that. Be careful what, the, what you're looking into. And then you have every day binding the devil. I rebuke you. I don't receive that. And he's like, yes, you did all last night on MTV. We talk about you don't receive it. I've been sending it to you express mail. And you've been opening the packages every freaking day. Yeah, you receive it. It's yours. Now, we understand this. And this is this. We only got a few more minutes, but I just want to get this foundation in. I think I laid a good foundation here. For though we walk in the flesh like mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh, using the weapons of man. 
The weapons of our warfare are not physical. And here's the point, weapons of flesh and blood. He's saying, listen close, because when we think of the weapons not being physical, we think about still guns and weapons. We, we, we are thinking of weapons, so we all got to find the right kind of bazooka to shoot the devil with. It's, there's no guns and stuff involved in this war. They're not flesh and blood. They're not emotional. But watch this. This is it. The weapons of our warfare are not physical, weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons, ready, are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. And this might be where we wrap it up today. Ready? Ready? Our weapons are divinely powerful. Somebody say divinely powerful. For the destruction of what? Strongholds, fortresses, same thing, right? Huh. That's not what we've been using them for. We've been using them to fight the devil. We've been using them to push back fear. We've been using them to get your hands off my finances. Make my boss give me my paycheck. No, they're going to fix my car. You know, we, come on, come on. We ain't been destroying no fortresses. We've been nitpicking little stupid stuff. That's not what the weapons are designed for. And that's why we're not seeing victory. If we destroy the fortress, all the other that stuff will come into place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be adequate. Don't worry what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink. Are they going to give you your check? Is the heat going to be on next month? What, how, why they raise my, my, my internet bill? He said, that's not your battle. Destroy the fortress of anything the enemy has done to set itself against you. And all that stuff will come flowing through. We focusing on the stupid stuff. The devil keeps us focused on stuff. This is why I said it's a battle of the mind. He keeps us focused on stuff that is not the main plan of what he's doing. That's not the main plan. Those are things to distract you over here while he's setting up a whole stronghold over here against your life. So we're spending our time focusing on this and that and that and this. I don't like the way my daughter spoke to me. And I just, my, my child, I can't believe he said that to me. And, and, I'm, and I'm talking about me. I ain't even talking about you. And I'm going through all this and God was like, destroy the fortress. Why are you dealing with this stupid little petty argument stuff? Every time you come before me, you bringing this up. God, I'm trying to be strong. And where's the pushing my buttons, Lord? They're pushing my buttons. And God's like, really? This, this is, this is, so this is your weapons. Physical, emotional. I don't have financial issues, praise God, but still the enemy knows where he can kick me. So he keeps kicking me there. Rejection. I had to come to reality that I don't handle rejection well. Rejection. You know, I do good for you and you have the nerve to say something bad about me. How could you? You know, and God was like, that is not what your weapons are for. To deal with this day-to-day -day stupid stuff. They're divinely powerful to destroy fortresses. That means not only are you delivered, but lives around you are delivered. And generations around you are delivered. And the spirit of poverty is in your family. You pass it to your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' kids. And that's the way it goes. But when you get free, freedom passes on. When you get delivered, deliverance passes on. When you get wisdom and insight, understanding knowledge of God, that gets passed on. 
So God has checked me in this season. He said, I've been, I told you the word for the year is unity, but people can't unify because they don't understand the spiritual warfare that they're fighting. So one thing that will, will, will sever our relationship. And I've seen that. And I was listening to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's a very intelligent businessman. I don't know if you guys understand how smart this guy is. He's a very, very intelligent businessman. Yeah, when he's not doing his jokes, he's a very thorough smart. I seen him, he was on Shark Tank as one of the shocks. And he talked just as good as them, his reasoning, his question. I'm like, this is why you're on top of the game. Yeah. Not because as um, some of the other comedians who were jealous said, yeah, because it's his time and they, no, no, no. His strategy for success is phenomenal. So I was listening to him talk and he's talked about severed relationships, us as a people, why we can't achieve anything. He said, because you get upset and you, then I'm not talking to you. I'm not dealing with you. You know, you getting more than me. Why is your name in front of mine? And all he said, all this stupid stuff comes up. And he was talking about him and The Rock. He said, Dwayne is my dude. I love him. He called me up and said, yo, I'm doing this movie. I want you to be in it. I don't care if my name is on the top. I don't care if his name's on the top. Let's do this movie. He said, I, I have a gin. But if you bring his bottle out right now, I'll hold it up to the camera and say, get this gin. It's enough for everybody. The mindset was, he's saying, our egos get in the way of our greatness. So because the egos get in the way of our greatness and the enemy knows that, what does he attack? He attacks that ego, baby. I did, I, I know, who, who's... Somebody says such and such about who, where he at? You got his number? Give me his number. Right away. That's not the warfare that I need to be fighting. I'm speaking for me. You all could join me if you want. I had to say, God, I got to be better than this. I got to be smarter than this. And then he showed me this. Your weapons are for the destruction of strongholds fortresses, not situations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your weapons, are you understanding me? You're using your weapons wrong. You're using an aircraft carrier to shoot a bicycle. That's a wasted weapon. So it's like destroy where they're coming from and they'll stop coming. Destroy the fortress. So as we wrap up today, I think we got a good foundation. I don't want to overpreach. Our weapons are designed and they're spiritual. I'm hoping by the end of this message, we'll begin to identify these weapons and learn how to use them correctly. I don't want to argue with my boss my partner, my coworker, the person who cut me off on the road. I, I want to get so past that. And every time something happens, I feel myself getting there. It's like today it happened. Somebody did something at the car wash that upset me. And I felt myself getting in. I heard the Holy Ghost say, really? I'm going to call her boss. I mean, his guy says, what are you going to do? Get the poor girl fired? She ain't making that much money anyway. Like, come on, seriously? Just... <laughs> You really want to you really want to just go this deep on this, huh? You're right. It's not that big. And I just had to pray and bring myself back. Your weapons are to destroy fortresses, not to destroy people's jobs and 
people's, you know, getting them evicted from their apartments. And uh, <laughs> seriously, if that happens as a result, okay. But that shouldn't be our focus. Our focus is destroy spiritual strongholds, and our weapons are divine meaning that they don't deal with the natural. They go into the realm of the spirit and they deal with the cause of the fight or the argument or the disagreement. You follow what I'm saying? Our weapons are powerful. Powerful, mighty, divinely inspired to destroy fortresses. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opening to this message. Again, I bring stuff to people as you give it to me. I'm learning it as they're learning it. We're walking through the process together. Teach us, teach me how to focus in the spirit realm and, and, and use the weapons that you've given us divinely powered to destroy strongholds or fortresses or places where the enemies gather behind heavy, thick walls to plot their destruction on our lives. We're better than that. And you said that we will come against the wars of hell and the gates will not withstand us. We are not on defense, we are on offense. We are going forward, we are destructive force and we have the weapons of victory. So we ask you in this season and time that you guide us by your spirit to using these weapons correctly. And we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before you turn me off, listen to me. Don't pray this prayer one time and then go about your business. This is a process. We've been doing it the wrong way for so long. We habitually do it that way. Sit with this. This one verse. Listen to it over and over. Speak it to yourself again and again. Re record yourself and play it back. I don't care. And two, it's so set in your mind that anytime every and anything comes against you, that you stop and go, the weapons of my warfare are not physical. Your husband and wife, you are getting good disagreements. I I'm going to ask you, do you? I know you do as human, right? Can you sense the point when it crosses over out of just a, a, a debate between you and like a spirit gets in there and all of a sudden it, it, the, the object almost becomes to hurt one another and you can feel, if you have it before, you will now. You can sense, wait a minute, this just got dark. Right. You can feel it, the, the tone changes. You, I know you put it on him. I know you do it too. No, I ain't stupid. I, no, you, you was good. Respect, respect, respect. That's the battle right there. You fell back, okay. Not we. He, no, I, right, right. That's the moment that you understand that the enemy has now stepped in and twisted this into something real dark. And when you understand the spiritual warfare battle, but you go, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, stop. That wasn't you right there. That wasn't you right there. What, what, right there, what you just said, that wasn't you. 
and then you shut it down right there. Mm -hmm. And if I can leave anybody with anything, that's the key. You start to sense the realm of the spirit. You start to know what it feels like. You know when you're already starting to speak something now and what you're beginning or about to speak is not you anymore. Something is into the room or into the atmosphere that's not you. And that's where you destroy the fortresses. That's where you begin right there. Like, I'm not going to say that. You're not going to push me down that road. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. And amen.